Hello, I'm Mark Tucker. And I'm Alan Furstenberg. And we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. How's it going, Alan? Pretty good, Mark. How about you? It's going well. Um, I've been vaccinated recently, so I am all, yeah. Um, had my weekend reserved for any side effects. Uh, luckily, nothing uh, too severe. And uh, I'm back, ready to go. Fantastic. Great to hear. So a couple of weeks back, we were talking about what happens when a skill or an action starts. Right. And kind of some of the things that we could do based on what our designers talked about. And, and since then, we've heard some feedback about, you know, can we kind of break down and go into a little bit of detail about different things that we may be asked to do and how would we implement them? So okay. the one that, you know, we, we talked a lot about was, well, the first thing that we talked about was kind of how do we handle the first time user versus a recurring user versus a user that is recurring but hasn't been there in a while. Right. And I'm so kind of thinking, welcome, let's, welcome back. Yeah. Right. Let, let's kind of talk about how do we address that first time user? What, okay. you know, the designers can come up with a bunch of different ways that we'll deal with a first time user. What do we need to do to meet the designer's dreams? <laughs> Yeah, so we talked, um, as I recall, that there's different things you can do when you first come in. You probably want a different welcome message versus a welcome back. Um, and that could just be a short intro and just jump right into the, the voice app. Um, but what I often see is more of a um, either a longer explanation or a brief explanation with the option to give a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, so that I'm going to call that option A or option B where you go through more of a full-fledged tutorial or kind of an onboarding. It could be do the tutorial first, complete the whole tutorial and, and then start or prompt for something to do that, that's teaching them. They do it, you move on to the next thing and kind of build on that and get them using it, but with a kind of with a, a walkthrough. Mm -hmm. um, so, now now let, let's be clear, I guess, first up that we're gonna, we have various ways to determine whether it's their first time. And we've talked right. about that before. We've got counters, we've got dates, you know, so we've got those before. We'll, uh, we'll include links to that episode separately. So we don't have to go through it all again. Right. Um, and then of course, you know, the big thing is we can just return something different based on that information. That's the easy first reply. You know, that, that's the easy first step. Um, I guess the, the more significant question though is if we take them down the road of the tutorial up front, and it's some cases a multi-step tutorial, yep. how do we make sure that we stay in that state versus the normal conversation flow? How do we how do we pick a different conversation flow? Yeah, so um, one of the things that I do is keep a a counter of like steps. So let's say that there are five different things you want the a new user to learn how to do. And those are gonna be the kind of the guided steps or tutorial that you're going to do. Then um, keeping track of that. So like the first time check to see if there's even a value there or if the, if the step count is zero, then that means, oh, I'm gonna go jump into this first thing. Um, when they actually execute the step, then you can increment the counter 
um, they could leave the the voice experience, come back in, and then they're next. They're still in the, the tutorial. That makes yeah, sense. They're still, yeah, because you can you can either have a flag saying, you know, is tutorial active, true or false, or you could use the, oh, this is the last number um, that that's the last step of the tutorial. And then you just check to see if the tutorial has been complete based mm -hmm. on what the, that counter is. Um, so that's that's interesting uh, way to approach it. And that's more if you wanna make sure that they do something in a certain order, mm -hmm. because then you could, you know, you could check, they could do something. And then um, at, the, at the next point where it makes sense to check again, that could be initial start, or that could be at the next prompt where you would typically say, what do you want to do? Then you could say, oh, I've got another step, you know, in your code. And like, oh, I'm on step two. Like, oh, then another thing that you could, this voice app can do is blah, 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 short explanation, give them the option to, to say that. Um, to try it out or to, to try continue. it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess there is, a, is there's the tutorial where you just walk them through and you say, this is step one and explain it and step two, explain it. But what's even better is then letting them you know, like snatch word, like the first thing you want to do on snatch word is find a word. So let's find a word. This isn't, this isn't done. Um, but if I wanted to do a tutorial, which I did get some constructive feedback. So thank you for one of the players that reached out to me and um, gave me some tips on how to, to improve that. Totally agree with them. It would be great if snatch word had a tutorial when you first started, but what, it, you know, like the first thing you want to do is, is find a word. And so you want to make sure that they do that first, because that's kind of like the basis of, of the whole thing. Um, what you want to do is then have them say a word. Um, you could give them a specific word actually, or, um, you know, or just find any word, you know, leave it open-ended, but make sure that they find the word. So in the intent, when they do that, that's where you're going to increment the counter to the next number mm -hmm. because they've completed the, the thing that they needed to do. Um, and then, then you can go on to the next thing and like, okay, now you wanna be able to snatch a word. So try to snatch a word and then, or something like that. So that, that might be a way that you wanna go through in a specific order. Um, and, but and, you, and, this, yeah. and this is state that you'd keep attached to the user object. Yep. So that, you know, so again, so that it gets saved in between sessions so they can quit and come back and you're, you're, you're not starting over or not starting them too far in. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but you may want to be able to allow them to do, you want them to do certain things, um, but maybe you want some more variability. Maybe it's not a certain order. So maybe it's more, you keep an array of, um, you know, values that are for the number of things that you want to be in the tutorial. And as they hit certain things, because maybe they maybe themselves they do a find and then they go ahead and on their own without even me telling them they go ahead and do a snatch then i would i could be able to check off and say oh they did a found a find they did a snatch so i don't need to tell them these things i don't now. need that right. yeah i don't need to bother them like oh and then you could also do a snatch and they're like i just did a snatch <laughs> so no that makes sense yeah so that's um, it's just kind of how you want to store that information if you want it to make sure that it's in a certain order or if you're going to let it be more fluid and freeform. Mm -hmm. and, and that sort of thing is more like a, a, a you're directing them as you put, you know, so it's, it's not just you're rattling off a bunch of instructions, you're kind of taking them step by step and heading them down a particular path. And if they deviate from the path, they deviate from the path. 
you can either bring them back later or give them the information later if they need it. Right. And you know what, that's interesting because that, that goes to the tutorial. What, you know, is the tutorial very focused and directed and you have to do it in a certain order or is the tutorial more open? But, but once that tutorial has been finished, um, you know, if it's a game or uh, some other sort of voice app, um, how is that whole game structured too? Because is it, is it like you have to follow the game in a certain order? Like, mm -hmm. like Snatchword is very open-ended. Like it says, well, what do you want to do next? And you can find anytime or snatch. But in some ways, maybe at the beginning, they need that extra structure, uh, direction and structure before you then just open it wide uh, to them. Yep. Some of what this actually brings to mind for me is under Action Builder, we have these notions of scenes. And it is a, a can be pretty clear transition from one scene to the next scene to the next scene. Um, you know, so how much do you want to, lock players in well how much and, and when i say how much do you want to lock players or users into that scene that's also how much does your conversation designer want to lock people into this True. scene you know so in some cases using the scenes makes sense and in other cases you just want more of a generic scene called tutorial and what as long as you're in that scene you're now keeping track of where in the tutorial you are yourself. It occurs to me, though, that even though we're framing this in the context of first time users, um, it has a, a great deal of use even for returning users. True. Because, you know, when you introduce new features, you want to be able to tell people about the new feature, and you want them to learn about the new feature. And you can leverage the exact same mechanism that you did for the tutorial. For a person who comes in, you can now check, oh, they don't have the field for feature release 27. Uh, let's take them down the tutorial for feature release 27 now. Right. Yeah, I think that's that, that's interesting because, you know, you can use this in lots of different ways. Um, and something that I always try to do when I do do a tutorial is at the end saying, hey, you can come back to the tutorial at any time. Just say, start tutorial. Right. and have a specific intent for your start tutorial so that they can go back and remember you know, or, or make go through it again or you know offer something like help and as part of the help say if you need to go through the tutorial again yes let me know at any time these are or or you know as part of help or or you know if you're in the middle again i'm thinking of it in terms of state so if i'm using a feature and i'm in a particular state in that and either i ask for help or i ask for the tutorial go to the tutorial on that specific feature rather than oh, take you true. through the whole chain again. And again, your conversation designer is gonna be the one that helps you understand this and what's you know the, the right way to react in every case. You just need to make sure you've coded it so that you can recognize, oh, they're doing this right now. Let me take them to the tutorial on this, which is step four, you know, that make sure it makes sense. You've got a way to get there if that makes sense. Yeah. And then you can like, like once, once they're back, you know, keep track of what, where they were so that once they're done with that, uh, that step of the tutorial, then you have the option to take them right back to where they were when they asked for the tutorial. Yep. This is actually one of the things that I like about one, one of the features I put into multivocal because I anticipated this sort of thing when I do help, for example, is that 
uh, help is going to pull you out of the current scene that you're in into a help scene. There needs to be a way to get you right back to that same scene. Right. So there's a, a way in multivocal to say, you know, it, it keeps track of a stack of the, the, it calls them nodes, of the nodes that you're in, and you can just pop a node off the stack. But there's a lot of other questions surrounding that. Like what state have you now generated now that you're in help? Does it make sense to keep that state or do you need to change the state back to exactly how it was? You know, so there's, yep. there's a lot of things you need to make sure you're keeping track of that you don't mess up in that transition. And, you know, the answer in those cases depends. Sometimes you want to return to the exact same place you were before. Sometimes you want to return to that place, but with additional information set. You know, the fact that you have visited this help once. And, you know, this way, if you go visit the help a second time, you get different help that may help you more. Right. So sometimes there is additional state that makes sense to be there. And sometimes there isn't. You got to know. And yeah, again, and your conversation designer will help you with that. Yeah, and, and a lot of the times then it's going to be just figuring out which variable or variables, is it, is it an array? Is it uh, individual items? Is it a bool? Is it uh, is a, a number that's going to indicate where you're at? Um, but that's typically going to be stored in user storage so that, that um, it persists across sessions. There might be some cases where um, you wanna just keep track of it in a, any given session, but typically with the tutorial, you want to do it something that's stored so that uh, um, then when you come back to it, you you know that you've done it. If you, you know if you say tutorial, then you can even say, "Oh, welcome back to the tutorial. Let's refresh you on." Or you know, last time you you visited the tutorial was three days ago, or you know, yep. three months ago, or you know, something like that. Yeah. In in all of these cases, thinking about the right data structures to use is it's really the biggest part of what I think we have to do in these cases. Um, and there's, there's unfortunately no one good answer to that. It really depends on what does the help look like? What does the tutorial look like? What are the, the sorts of things you want to be able to support? And I think you outlined them well, where you said, you know, maybe this just needs to be a number. Maybe it needs to be a list of Booleans so that you know what they visit and what they haven't. Um, but yeah, I think all of them do need to be stored in user. Yeah, it, it could also be an array of uh, date times, right? Yeah. So then like if if they want to go to the tutorial, maybe you want to surface the thing that they, you know, went to the longest ago or something like that. Or um, so, you know, maybe you still do the tutorial, but it's uh, the order changes because um, it's, you know, it's been a while since they've done it. Or even the content might change, you know, if they've already done the part about snatching you might want to reference that now in the part about finding that's true you know you might want to reference things in different orders depending on what order they visited your tutorial in which may not be the linear order that you originally planned exactly or it may be <laughs> you know again this is these are, so these are the things that we need to think about as we design the data structures for it yeah and and when i use something like jovo um I try to to break things into plugins so that they're reusable. So, like uh, when you first start up, I have a, a plugin for announcements 
So there, it can read a, a spreadsheet or a JSON document in an S3 bucket or something and say, oh, give me any of the um, announcements that, that pertain to this uh, time period or pertain to this time period that the user hasn't heard yet or something. Mm -hmm. And then um, using that, then you can give an announcement, but you could encapsulate that all in a separate component so that now all you're doing is saying, give me the next announcement. Um, or, and you could do something similar with a tutorial. You could create a separate plugin or separate uh, block of code uh, or module or however you want to do it that's like all around tutorial and how do you set up conditions or of, of, you know, figuring out which step you are in the tutorial or um, what are the, the um, text-to-speech that's going to be said and is it going to be uh, an ask um, and you know, what values are you looking for in a given intent? You know, there's, there's some ways that you could probably abstract it to make it, if that's something that you're using a lot, then you can make that a reusable component that you can reuse across your applications. Right, you know, even if you don't think you're gonna use it a lot, making it a separate module, a separate component helps isolate it and helps you think about how the different parts will interact better. True. You know, so I think that's generally a, a good design approach, even if you're not expecting to reuse this code, making it so it's not tied too closely to everything else, really, I think will help make for, for a better structure. Yeah, so then you can start doing unit tests and you have very little to, to mock out, so it's not making API calls or whatnot, but then you can start testing the, the functionality of the component itself um, and make sure that that works. It seems like, it's a, a simple and trivial thing, but making sure we both do this for, for new users and that we structure it okay, I think really uh, makes it for a, a, a better skill or action and makes it easier to work with later. So thinking about these things up front really is gonna save you a lot of time later, I think. Yeah, I think so. And, and um, I think it's you know good design. Sometimes I, I skimp and don't always do it, um, but I do think a tutorial or some sort of an onboarding um, that would be helpful. You know, it could be as simple as giving somebody a context of what this skill or action does or doesn't do. Um, and in other cases, that's walking them through the key, um, key use cases, happy paths of, um, and, you know, teaching them how to do it. It's, it's, you know, especially like in a game, but I would think it applies to an application as well, that the sooner you can get them using it, as opposed to blah, 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 um, the, then, uh, then the better it's gonna go and they'll, and they'll you know, appreciate it a lot more. Agreed. So if you've got thoughts about uh, the best way to onboard people and data structures or other tips or tricks that you have, feel free to leave us uh, in the comments below or find us on Twitter. Love to hear what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, it would be a, a lot of fun to hear what other people are doing too. I'm sure I could learn some things. I'm sure I could as well. Well, I think that's it for us this uh, week. Uh, we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Take care, Mark. Yeah, you too, Alan. Take care, everybody.